This week's episode of Greetings from Wonderland is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Hmm. You and I have something in common now. We both know exactly who you are and you're terrified that it's only a matter of time before he knows too you can't ever get his love back Greetings from Wonderland. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is the one blade that can do you harm. Uh, we also talk about ABC's Once Upon a Time in Wonderland series that uh, is uh, slowly coming to an end. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, because we have, what, uh, four episodes left after this one, I think? Something like that. I okay. thought we had three, personally. And there's our guest, uh, Tim <laughs> Peters. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's been about a year since you've been on, hasn't it, Tim? Uh, something to do with that, because uh, the last time it was close to the uh, the giant episode, Tiny. <laughs> oh wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's been a while. Like I, I was trying it's to. Been, uh... It's been a, it's been a pretty long while. In fact, I wanted to go back and listen to the episode that I was on before, but I decided not to. Hey, you know what? We did too, and we also decided not to. So we're all on the same page. <laughs> Thankfully, but did Sorry. did you say you uh you you think uh it it has three episodes left? I thought it was. I thought I'm it was looking. four. I could be wrong. I, I, yeah, it's, I don't know, thirteen or fourteen, somewhere in there. Uh, thirteen. So there's three okay, left. So there's three left. Yeah, three yes. left. Ooh, oh, good. I was right. <laughs> and uh, I I could say I I could say you know let's start speculating about what those episodes will uh contain but we haven't even started talking about this week's oh, episode yet yeah so. yeah, yeah. I, I think we might get into that yeah yeah, yeah we should we should probably discuss it uh, briefly anyway uh, <laughs> Anne Marie if you want to start us off with the uh, episode summary we'll get it right into it I guess all right <clears throat> the Jabberwock runs wild while our heroes split up lizard still dead with her eyes in a cup those eyes tell the villains the queen has the bottle taking their plans from slow to full throttle our heroes split up who's advising these guys jabberwocky takes queen and will by surprise cyrus and alice open the door to his past then confront the well girl for the spell that she cast by the end of the day they're all at their weakest due to the red queen's dirty little secrets Yay. Yay. Hey, it, was, it was a poem. <laughs> it, it was a poem that exists in the universe now. <laughs> okay, I, I, let's start with our guest, uh, Tim. Overall, hey, what did you think of the episode this week? Overall, it was a great episode. I, you know, I'm really starting to enjoy this just as it's, you know, coming to an end, I guess, because they have to, you know, really amp things up, uh, as as you said in your uh, rhyme there, full throttle. Yes. Yeah. And, uh and we got to Cyrus's backstory. You know, Cyrus is no longer, you know, just Alice's boyfriend. He's he's now an actual person <laughs> with a past. Yeah, right. and that's something I've really been wanting to see since uh, since the first episode, or since oh, the oh, it, oh exactly myself as well. 
Yeah, he he was one of the most interesting characters to me. I mainly because I thought he would tie more into the tale we all know Jafar from. But we'll we'll get into that in a minute. Emery, uh, overall, well, you what did you know. think? You never know. <laughs> That's true. Um, I think I'm going to go out and say it. This was my favorite Wonderland episode of favorite. all time. Of all time, yes. Even even more so than the mid season finale. Ah, uh, yeah. I kind of think I, I I think so, and I like that episode. And, you know, I openly spill the haterade all over Wonderland, but I really enjoyed this one. Yeah, it's weird because, you know, uh, you, of course, uh, and, you know, some other some other of our listeners and stuff, people have been really were really, really super duper impressed with this episode. And I, I thought it was decent. I thought it was even above average. I didn't think it was the best episode of Wonderland. I mm-hmm. uh, like I I think the mid season finale still holds that for me, but I I mean at the same time it more questions answered, a couple more asked. Uh, right. But it, and I mean it was an above average episode for Wonderland. If if this had been an episode of Once Proper, I would have called it average. a bad episode or average average or bad. Um, right. Average. Yeah. 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 A average. We'll go with average. Maybe uh, like a neutral average. Yeah. And <laughs> oh, it, Huh? When you when you when you spill Hayraid all over Wonderland, you want to know what happens? There uh, there turns into uh, uh, an orchard of Hayraid trees. <laughs> <laughs> I like get, it. I like it. Where you can get fresh Hayraid juice with fresh Hayraid juice every day. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we'll go ahead and get into our main discussion here. As uh, Tim Let's mentioned, uh, we did get Cyrus's backstory and uh, the basic deal. Um, him and his three brothers, they were. Cheats and gamblers. They got, yeah, uh, and uh, they they were cheats and gamblers. They got their mom burned up, and then they went to uh, enact some crazy wacky magic to uh, get that fixed. And we also find out that Amara, who we saw in an earlier episode with Jafar, uh, who eventually got transformed into his staff, uh, we saw that Amara was uh, actually their mother or Cyrus's mother. And that it, was like that was, crazy. Uh, that was like the uh, fourth episode. Uh, I know it's called the Serpent for for yeah. those fans who are not paying as much attention as we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, it, you know, so so that was very interesting. And I I kind of enjoyed the story because you know so far Cyrus has always been like the most uh like iconic heroic character in the entire series you know he's just right. like the dashing 1930s movie serial hero <laughs> right and yeah. uh, just uh, to kind of get some nuance with him to where it, it, it was kind of like walking a line where he was saying it was for his mom but it was really more so he could live with himself and really it it was selfish but not selfish at the same time and it was interesting it was a very interesting situation but uh Amory we'll start with you uh, what did you think about Cyrus's backstory overall? I loved it I so love the fact that Amara is his mother mm-hmm. like so much yeah um, classic once fashion well, yes, everyone classic- you've ever met is <laughs> integral to the plot and connected to several other characters right and honestly how did we not see that one coming Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I know. I know a lot. I know a lot of fans who did, and I tried to stay away from that theory. But I was like, when uh, when it finally got unraveled, I was like, oh, this is not as much of a surprise as I was hoping. <laughs> right. Like my because, only thing because, was her. Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Because one day on Once Upon a Time, I'm going to be surprised if somebody's not related. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that that's the, the big revelation. Yeah, like um, my thing with her though is. Was she magical before or after this happened? 
See, okay, that... I I actually have a good theory on this. All right, my, share with the group. My theory on this is that yes, she was absolutely magical before this happened, and uh, I would even go so far as to say that you know she she knew exactly you know uh, what would happen when she uh, when she got the well water. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Her, she did seem she did sons. seem to know a lot about the lady in the well too, and that she'd be coming, and you guys got to get out of here right away. Yeah, but she was so dark and violent with her magic when we last saw her. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, uh, but ah, uh, but see, here's the thing with magic. Okay. Evil isn't born; it's made. Okay. So, okay. so see, she uh, she turned evil after she lost her sons to genie bottles, which, you know, apparently come in all shapes and sizes as we learned off that <laughs> Just whatever you happen to have laying whatever around, she'll around, transform yeah. them into a <laughs> genie receptacles. Okay, that's true. Genie yeah, houses. I mean, I loved getting the Cyrus arc, though, because it sort of made him more real. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah, but uh, in aim, we kind of touched on this already, but Amory, you wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Well of Wonders? Okay, the Well of Wonders, one thing that really stuck out to me was that it runs underneath all magical lands. Mm-hmm. They specifically said that it is under all magical lands. So um, is this a portal? Yeah, it I- could very well be a portal. And uh, I also heard a theory of where it might be located in Enchanted Forest. Where? Uh, now, if you guys remember last week's episode... There was a gazebo that uh, Philip and Aurora were in. And yeah, apparently yeah. It's, and, <laughs> yes, and apparently it's under there somewhere. I could see that. You know, I could also. Uh, didn't we already have? We had the lady in the lake episode. You right. know, a couple uh, seasons ago yeah, see, too. That's, that's where that's where I personally was thinking it would be. But you know, I'm I'm up for wherever they want to place it. I mean, you know, it's something sort of new that they're introducing. Yeah. Right. But the well of the well of wonders, like the lake, does return things that were lost. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but this definitely, if nothing else, it com- really confirms what we saw in the Little Mermaid episode of uh, once a, once proper. In that, mm-hmm. the, uh, you know, water is a conduit between worlds. People can travel through water between right. the different realms. Mm-hmm. And something I thought was kind of interesting uh, too was that you know we got that callback to the Little Mermaid episode of once. And we also got, like, you know, a powerful sorcerer or sorceress stealing a character's voice to disempower them <laughs> yeah, when uh, Jafar took uh, the Red Queen's voice away. So right. I, I, I right. thought that was interesting, like, the double parallel there. Right. Mm, totally. Yeah. Um, ah. I, I was actually surprised that what he didn't do is he didn't rip out her tongue, like we've seen possible <laughs> to, to the right. poor sheriff of Nottingham. Oh, I love that scene. <laughs> I'm so sadistic. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've also seen Jafar is not afraid, afraid to play around with uh, loose body parts either, as we mm-hmm. saw in this episode. Ew, that was the so eyes. Close. The eyes. Mm-hmm. Did she have to take the stems too? That's yeah, like the me. nerves running out the back of them. Yes. Come on. I, I mean, we've, we've seen we've seen heads, we've seen hearts, we've seen shadows. Come on, I shouldn't be that creepy. And yet, they but were. they were bloodier than anything else has been. Mm-hmm. I don't uh, do okay, well with blood. I don't do well with blood. Um, one other thing that I had sort of with the Well of Wonders stuff before we move past that, mm-hmm. um, how the creepy lady says um, that the water can only help those whose fate has not been sealed, mm-hmm. um, but that Amara's fate had already been sealed and she was to die. Well, they stole the water and kept her alive. 
And then he said, you know, or she said that they have to return the water and the curse will be broken. How the heck is he supposed to, like, return the water, throw the scepter into the well, which would then kill her? That's my that's my thought is that uh, she will have to, you know, sacrifice herself for the sake of, you know, regaining her her sons back to their natural human, you know, etc. He's going to have to put his mom in a juicer. Basically, that's, that's the thing. I'm like, that's, when that's, that is, that is another thing that he could do. <laughs> that, it, well, that, that I mean, it seems the most practical, right? And they're right. going to be in Storybrook, so I'm sure oh, someone in Storybrook oh, yes. has a <laughs> spoiler. Spoiler. I don't think it's that much of a spoiler. I know. Well, actually, it was because I didn't click on the uh, YouTube uh, promo there. Anyway, well, actually, they're not going to be. They're not going to be in Storybrook. They're going to be in a storybook. That's what I said. <laughs> Oh, really? really? I, I don't yeah. believe you at all. Anyway, <laughs> you shouldn't. So, uh, so one one last, last, last thing about Cave, about Well of Wonders. Oh, and I sort of spoiled it, by, by the way I said that. Uh, Cave of Wonders, uh, if both of you know this, is uh, from the original Aladdin tale. And I was like, wait, is there going to be a lamp at the bottom of this well? That would be so cool. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 yeah, and it definitely it almost feels like we we need more of a hook into the Aladdin story before Wonderland's you know said and done, right? We we need to see some sort of kind kind of clue, or at least you know get a little glimpse of Aladdin right before at the end of the the series or something. Right. It, it just feels silly to have Jafar there, which is a yeah. a, a villain that was created for the Disney movie yeah, of Aladdin. Exactly. And not have Aladdin there at all. So I have I have a random question. Um, I didn't catch this in the episode, and maybe that's because it wasn't mentioned. Um, do you know the names of Cyrus's brothers? They because didn't say usually, it. oh okay. Because usually on uh, on Once Upon a Time, we always get you know names of everybody, whether we need them or not. Mm-hmm. No, it was just um, that and, the one with the facial hair was the oldest, and I gather but, that the other one was the youngest. But, yeah, must be the youngest. So. But uh, I heard, you know, what if one of Cyrus's brothers was named Aladdin? <laughs> I was thinking the youngest one. Mm. I was thinking the younger brother because I actually, I mean, it's hard to follow the trails of smoke, but I think he went into the Aladdin looking lamp. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. And he just sort of had more of an Aladdin look to his face to me. Mm-hmm. See, the other one, though, was was more uh altruistic more heroic he 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 was the one who was calling cyrus on his crap like being like you're sure this is for mom right this isn't for you (laughs) okay i guess i guess you're telling the truth uh you know he he seemed a little more altruistic but then again it's it seems really weird to have aladdin be the genie in the lamp i mean i know they twist and turn (laughs) i was about to say how many twists have we done though and aladdin's also his own brother Uh, (laughs) somehow somehow right uh but uh tim you wanted to talk a little bit about the uh the night puzzle that uh, alice and cyrus faced oh yes 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 uh that was my favorite part of the episode and uh first thing about the night um I was surprised that the night was not either A, red, or B, white. In the uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass, which is what a lot of us is based around because we have the Red Queen, we have uh, the, the Tweedles, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're all in uh, Alice Through the Looking Glass. It's a big chess-type uh, metaphor. Uh-huh. And so you have, you know, the different colors of nights. And so I was surprised that it was 
you know, uh, a silver knife. But, you know, oh well. You can't have everything. <laughs> I was actually, I, I was a little surprised that there weren't two of them. Because, like, mm-hmm. the, yeah, this exactly, is like that's, a, a that's riddle. the traditional form of the riddle, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's a riddle. You know, one tells the truth, one only tells the truth, one only lies. And there were two doors. Right. So you, you would think there would be the two you nights, too. Maybe they only had one of their. Maybe they only had enough in their budget for one night, didn't they? <laughs> you know, if I was a betting man, I would. I would say they wrote it as two nights, and the executives mm. at ABC were like, "You know what? No one's going to get the two nights thing. You know what? Have one night, have them lie. It'll be simpler. We'll dumb it but, down." But see, but see, everybody would have gotten it. You know why? Because it's awesome, and it's from Labyrinth, and Labyrinth is a great movie. And mm-hmm. if you haven't seen Labyrinth, watch that, because I think that's where the original sorts of the riddle is. I think. Maybe. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it, it's the original source, but it's one of the biggest, like, like when I... when I the most famous when, source. <laughs> exactly. When I think of it, I think of Labyrinth, because that's, that's probably the first place I saw it when I was a kid, and I saw Labyrinth for the first time. You know, yeah... It, Bringing up Labyrinth, though, that is such a good movie and so, like, in tune with, you know, everything we cover on this and the main podcast. We, right. Maybe we should do, like, a commentary for Labyrinth sometime or something, Emery. That'd be kind well, of... Well, you know what that I think means you means I actually have first? to watch it, though. You, you, know what I think it. You, you know what I think you need to do first? More <laughs> actual episode commentary from season one. <laughs> I guess so. I know we we are so bad with those with the actual with the episode commentaries, and it, it's just laziness on my part because I have to figure out the right way to set it up to where me and Anne Marie can see the right. screen and we can set, start mm-hmm. it up right. And we, mm-hmm. we were recording in a completely different studio the last time we oh, did one, I so, see, I see. Yeah. so it's a, it's a, trying to figure it out. Thanks for calling me out, Tim. Appreciate it. <laughs> jabber, Anytime, jabber, yeah. jabber. Jabber, jabber, jabber. Jabber, jabber. That's what we do. <laughs> Speaking of jabber, the jabberwocky, uh, I think we got a pretty much a clear uh, outline of her powers in this episode. Uh, from, what, from what I can tell, strength, uh, invulnerability, speed, and she can control and mind people. Control. Yeah, uh, through s- speech. Mm-hmm. And, uh, y- you know, um, I I wondered. I think Tim had something along the same lines. I I believe. Uh, but couldn't she have? Uh, well, I think another alternative for how how things went down with the Red Queen. He had. Mm-hmm. But uh, couldn't she have just commanded the Red Queen to use her wishes? Probably. You know. Mm-hmm. Plus, it, it seems so. Uh, but you know, this this way was much more fun because you got to torture people, and isn't oh. torturing people always more fun? Oh yeah. So, oh. Especially in the in the family hour, you know. Of course, <laughs> of course. I think it also had to do with the fact that Jafar told her to like con- don't stop until she's broken. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah. Did, I think he, he wanted to see that torture. He wanted Will to see that torture. Mm-hmm. He he yeah. just he just wanted to entertain. You know what I mean? Yeah, just just, that's commanding, what it just yeah. commanding the Red Queen to use her wishes. I mean that's far too simple. Well, he he probably felt a little burned uh, from from the events of the pe- first half season too, mm, as far mm, as the red queen this goes. Is, this is true. This is true. Yeah. You, you know what? Something with the Jabberwocky go. He was getting revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Something with the Jabberwocky go though, and I know Anne Marie loves her, and I'll, I'll let you talk about what you like about her in a second. But doesn't she look like Res- Rashida Jones from uh, The Office and Parks and Recreation? And bridesmaids and everything, it, it just keeps distracting me 
for some reason. Oh, bridesmaids. Now I know the person who you're talking about. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, I, looked... I, knew, I, I thought vaguely that it might be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she has like that very oh. angular face, like uh, like Rashida <laughs> okay. Jones does, and it just it, it just keeps. Anytime I look at her, you know, she's trying to do the crazy eyes, and I'm thinking the comedian. <laughs> so I, I just think it looks a little silly. But Amory loves her. Uh, you want? I to- love her, and I really love her crazy eyes. Mm-hmm. Yes. No. I I I see what you mean, though. I had to look up uh, Rashida Jones because I don't. <laughs> I'm not an Office and Parks and Rec person. Yeah. But okay, I totally see it. Yeah. Yeah, she definitely so, looks like her. So let's see. Uh, you were saying what's uh, you were saying in uh, your notes. What's the deal with the Vorpal Blade? Um, Vorpal Blade is, of course, from the original Jabberwocky poem. It's also, incidentally, from the uh, Tim Burton film, of course. Mm. And uh, I uh, I know a bit of the poem. Uh, one two one two and through and through the Vorpal Blade went snicker snack. Uh, mm-hmm. He left it dead, and with its head, he went galumphing back. So not only do we have to kill the Jabberwocky, we apparently have to decapitate her. Apparently. <laughs> well, that would that would sort of make sense, given the powers that they've given the Jabberwocky, the powers of, you know, speech manipulation jabber. and et cetera. Jabber, 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 jabber. <laughs> Massive credit on it, on uh, spitting that out from the top of your head, too. Heck yeah. I, you know, I probably, yeah, really, I should have, we all should have gone back and reviewed the original poem. <laughs> Right, <laughs> but Probably, like, yeah. I, well, actually, I, I memorized it once for a uh, monologue audition. So it's you know everything's in there somewhere. That that that's my. I monologue. know that feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, okay. it, one thing I like, I, I think I'm still probably just a little bit biased against the Jabberwocky, just because, uh, as I've mentioned before, there was a big two night special event uh, thing on network television when I was a kid for Through the Looking Glass, and the Jabberwocky was like a major part of it. It would just show up at random moments and just everything would go dark and lightning and there'd be this big dragon there and i just it's always been one of my favorite characters from the alice mythos mainly because of that mini series and i think i'm just a little yeah i'm just a little nostalgic for uh, if they had introduced her earlier i would have loved that as well Mm -hmm. like i'm sure that she could have had a a good a good enough role all the way through the series and then Uh and then how i would have written it i'm just you know spitballing here is that I would have uh, put her as, you know, a, uh, a sort of neutral character, like our uh, friendly neighborhood dark one. <laughs> so, so, that, so that at first we don't really know what side she's on, and sometimes she's helping Alice, and sometimes she's helping Jafar. Yeah. I, that, that's, how, that's how I would have written <laughs> Okay, I just, right now, came up with the crazy, crazy, crazy out-of-left-field theory. You guys want to hear it? Oh, oh geez, why not? Of course. Okay, so they're going. I uh, okay. Spoilers. Uh, skip ahead about a minute or two if uh, mm-hmm. you don't want to hear spoilers for next week that I already dropped <laughs> in the episode. <laughs> okay, when they come to Storybrook next week, sure. it, it it seems like it's going to be around that time that Hook and Cora and Regina were all running around together last season in Once Proper, well, and uh, that might I don't. Make sense. Mm-hmm. I don't because, think it is actually. Oh, do you, really? Um, no, because some's, wait, where, hold on, to the Wikipedias, um, the little bit that it has, 
Uh, hold on. Allison, can I read a spoiler? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Totally. We're in a spoiler friendly moment. Alice and Cyrus discover alarming information involving prisoners Jafar has under his control and changes their priorities. Meanwhile, the Red Queen is in critical danger and no one can help her except for the knave by surrendering information to Jafar that he has been desperately seeking. In flashback, Anastasia is about to marry the king and strikes up a friendship with Cora that directly impacts Will. Uh. Cora confronts Will, resulting with him asking her for a shocking demand, a.k.a. his heart. I added that last part. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so you know so that completely that's, invalidates that's probably, all my theory. That's probably, a, that's probably a shocking demand, but it doesn't say anything in that paragraph about storybook. No, but previews have shown them oh, okay. Uh, okay. retrieving oh, yeah. the heart from the uh, oh from the heart from the heart vault, of course. From the heart vault, because, yeah. Because you haven't where watched else? the video. Where else to... would you put your heart? <laughs> they, you haven't seen the uh, preview no, for no, next I, week, I, but I, I forgot. I forgot to see. <laughs> they actually say say the word Storybrooke in the preview, I believe, and they oh, show the clock okay. tower. They show the okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know that that's definitely pretty iconic. Yeah. Speaking of, <laughs> I'm so glad it's back. I, I for like one minute thought it was going to be lost forever, but no. <laughs> yes. So where they were we? Oh yeah, Storybrook. They fooled me again. Yeah. It's never going. <laughs> Never, never shall it go. They have too many uh, apartments rented out around that town in uh, <laughs> what is it, Vancouver or something? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Amory, you had a point you wanted to make about uh, the Red Queen and Anastasia. Red Slash Queen Anastasia. Anastasia is Cinderella's stepsister. Mm-hmm. Really? I, I had no idea. I love it. <laughs> We've been calling it for months at this point, but yes, it was pretty. confirmed. But I want to know what she's still hiding. Mm-hmm. Because she gave up the wishes way too quick, in my opinion, probably in everybody's opinion. Agreed. But, um, yeah, I, I could see how people would say that. But I think because she was still hiding something because the Jabberwocky's like, you know, I know and you know what's going on, <laughs> but you don't want him to know. Mm-hmm. And then all of the um, wishes were gone, basically. So... Yeah, she definitely did give up way too quick on that, especially because, you know, for most of the episode, she had, uh, you know, gone on this uh, altruistic kind of tact. Right. I I thought, like, I thought because it was such a dramatic scene that I almost believed that, you know, she was really... um, In that much pain? Yeah, yeah. so, so So I wasn't sure, but I could see, but I can see now why you think that. Yeah, I think the after, pain after was going more, back to my mind, I can see why. Yeah, it was like the internal pain, and mm. I I want to know what she's still. I think it's so weird. Like up until the mid season finale, I hated the Red Queen and I hated everything that had to do with her. But like, now I really like her. The flashbacks were good. The right. modern Red Queen was just like a bad character, though. Like, I, but I, I think at this point we have to say, yeah, that was probably planned out because she's a she's a good actress. She did really great in this episode. Yes, but it, you you know for some reason like the Red Queen persona she had, uh, mm-hmm. you know, in the modern day <laughs> in, the, in the first half of the season was just very off putting. Well, what she probably I, was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I I think that I think that part of it is uh, she must have you know seen Cora and. and uh, at one point as well, and tried too hard to be Cora. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think that I think that could be definitely another, uh, let's say, ingredient in her persona. Right. Especially, you know, based on the the original stories, her and Cora would have been a, a, a bit of rivals, wouldn't they? Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> 
in the in the kingdom of Wonderland. I wonder what the uh, the main industry in Wonderland is. True. You know, it doesn't seem like many people are working, even when we have like. Well, we'll see. Farming. We'll see. We're going. We'll see. We're going to Oz, and uh, the thing about Oz is that apparently no one has uh, industry because they uh, they uh, get up at twelve and start to work uh, at one, and then they take an hour for lunch. <laughs> and then they're... Because I want that work schedule. Yes, I do. Okay, I, I think I had. I think we figured it out. Wonderland. They're basically they're they're the industrial kind of working class that supports the big, you know, kind of. Uh, the the, uh, the Burgoys of Oz, you yes, know, yes. <laughs> Asian Society of Emerald City, yes, exactly. Nice. Yeah, but uh, we we definitely saw in this episode that the Red Queen is <laughs> angling towards redemption, angling towards uh, redemption rather, uh, angling towards uh, clearing her good name. Now, I, I personally, I think I th- I think she's being straight up about it. Yeah, but I think you, she's legit. You, yeah, you, yeah, I I don't have too much doubts about. Mm-hmm. The Red Queen's redemption, uh, you know, especially you know after what they put her through last episode. I mean, mm-hmm. she's. Uh, I speaking of like, I really wish that they had uh, done more of that sort of thing with Regina. I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm so cruel to her, but maybe that would have uh, sped up Regina's redemption a bit instead of mm-hmm. you know the uh, the charming family coming to her rescue. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you got you got to tear it down to rebuild it, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. But I, you know, I, the the one thing that kind of calls it into question for me a little bit is like we were saying before, just how how easily she gave into it, and it seemed that it to be a, you know, because it was getting her crown back and her jewels back and stuff. It it seemed like re-embracing her well, vanity well, and yes, the well, the red. Yes, qu- but the was forcing her to say that. Yeah, yeah, but I I, I mean, it just it just seemed like. I don't know if she's going over to the side of the angels. Angels put up a little bit more of a fight, you know? Right. Yeah, uh, well, I, I, I think that you can put up a fight and still like pretty things. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, do you think, of, you know, I, I think we're all pretty much agreed that she she means it. She wants to be better. She wants to I do think better. She definitely means well. Do you guys think she's going to accomplish it? Or do you think this is going to be a tragic story of someone who finally realized they needed to be good and then didn't make it. I think that's going to be tragic. Well, I'm I'm sorry, but I think I'm going to have to disagree with you, Henry. Okay. And and here's and here's my reasoning on this. They killed off Liz in the last episode. Tragic. Yes. Mhm. Would they have killed off Liz so that Will only had one remaining love interest? Mhm. Therefore, you know, that that perfectly sets up Will to be with, you know, Red Queen. And or or to lose the love of his life once it gets his heart back. No, really, like no, right no, at the see, moment. See, see I'm, all, I'm all for happy endings. And, you know, right now, uh, as of once proper, we're definitely, you know, still unsure, you know, when will uh, the, end, the ending be never. And, uh, you know, will it be happy? Yes, of course. Uh, and uh, but we're very unsure about the, the once proper. But, you know, we have to have a definitive end to the Wonderland and it has to be happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You think it has to be happy, or could, couldn't it be tragic? And then they bring this tragic uh, kind of haunted character into once proper, you know? Because I, 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 I think everybody agrees that they're going to bring one of the at least one of these characters, if not more, over into the main show, right? Or at oh, least I, we hope. I could, I could see them bringing, you know, and anybody in really, you know, Alice, 
Cyrus, mm. Will, Anastasia. No, notice who I'm leaving out here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. uh, like, like uh, Anastasia, actually, I had never really considered her as the potential crossover character until this episode. But now that she has the connection with Cinderella, mm, who's over totally, in Storybrooke, totally, totally. right. like, well, I, I could definitely Cin- see Well, it. Cinderella is, is technically, let's say she's technically in Storybook. Right. She <laughs> should be there. We just haven't seen her. The actress is just off doing other things. <laughs> she had to hire a nanny. Aww. <laughs> okay, uh, let's see here. Uh, Emery, you wanted to close us out with a little bit of uh, kind of uh, chasing the MacGuffin, but we need a little clarification on the MacGuffin, and you have a theory on it, right? Okay, so the whole thing that Amara and Jafar were trying to do was to gain all three genies so they have, like, this super magic power, Correct. Mm-hmm. Magic power. Break all the rules of magic. Blah, blah, yes. blah, blah, blah. Yes. I don't trust it. <laughs> and a, no, that's a refresher for you because uh, Anne-Marie was talking to me before we recorded the episode. And I honestly couldn't remember what all three genies got you. Like, I was like, do you get like a, some cotton candy? Uh, <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> you get a cookie. You get a Blu-ray <laughs> you get a player. You get a, everybody gets a Blu-ray player. Um, no. And I couldn't actually find it, so I'm going off my memory that it's superpowers, basically. And Tim agrees with you, which means it, it's it, <laughs> it's helps. more solid than if the creators of the show had said something to <laughs> oh, in my opinion. Absolutely. Really? Wow. I, I didn't know that I uh, helped you that. Contain the power, you contain the power. You have um, the power! Okay. So, <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> on with the point. Wait, um, with the point? <laughs> Uh, see, mm-hmm. uh, I think that now that we know that all three genies are just Amara's children, mm-hmm. I think what will happen is when you get all three genies back together, it'll kind of break the curse because we saw them all just like the whole world start to shake and all that sort of thing. I think it's going to partially break it, but he's not going to gain all this magical power. It's going to be something like a mother's love. Yeah. Kind of like <laughs> when, uh, when Emma broke the curse in Storybrooke, right? Yes. 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 And, and we thought it was going to be like so climactic and it was a simple kiss on the forehead, which is just, you know, cute and awesome. Right. Yeah. I think it's going to be something like that. And Jafar is going to be highly disappointed when his staff <laughs> turns back into Amara and there's three grown people standing there. Mm-hmm. And he's going to be like, oh, my own. Now yeah. I have to go and do this all over again. Oh, and then the Jabberwocky and Amara will kill him. Just, just yeah. Because kill him quickly. Yeah. Goodbye, Jafar, with the squiggly sword thing. I was not expecting this. Ah, <laughs> bad pun. Ah, now let me twirl my mustache. <laughs> yeah. I, so I there's where I think for Jafar. going. No, I, I can see that. I, I can see that happening definitely. Uh, what do you think, Tim? Oh, sure. Why not? That that sounds perfect. <laughs> that sounds perfectly logical, and it's pretty much what I was thinking when I saw the episode. I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, I guess uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here, and I, that means I have to come up with an arbitrary scale, which you know I usually Not don't eyeballs. go. I usually don't go with numbers this low, but it's Uh-oh. you know a limitation of the physical world. 
out of two of Lizard's eyeball nerves, Anne-Marie. Just say no I know. I'm not but talking some, the eyeballs. Somebody, the nerves somebody, coming out somebody, the back. Somebody already rated in, uh, in eyeballs in your feedback, so we can't read in eyeballs. Uh-huh. Hey, you, you know what? This is why I don't read the feedback first, because I come up with them on the fly. And it, it's a consecutive creation. It's fine. So out of you know, it's also a very low number, which is very unusual, which is why I'm sticking with it. Okay, fine. fine. Whatever. Uh, Sorry, Tim. But, 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 if, but if I rate if I rate it only one, then that means that people think I only liked it fifty percent. I like I it one and a half nerves. Yeah, you can get into fine. points and stuff. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, sure, one point five two. Because you know, there's always room for improvement. I mean, this you know, this, this was a great episode for Wonderland, as we were saying before. You know. Mm-hmm. Agreed. For Wonderland. And Emery, what, what would you rate it? One and a half nerves. One and a half nerves? One and Why? And a half nerves. Because it was really, really good. Um, I know you don't agree, but whatever. Um, I thought it was good, just not really, really good. Right. Well, again, for Wonderland. Mm-hmm. Had this been once proper, this would have been a fairly neutral to, you know, whatever type of episode. <laughs> Which I do not expect the one that we're missing at this moment to be. Yeah, well, we're not missing it at this moment. It just ended five minutes ago. We we uh, <laughs> because Amory took a she took a trip this week to Portland. We had to I had plan. to work. You, we had, you guys, you guys have DVI, right? <laughs> just, we do. Just like, we have just Aereo. Like just like watch it immediately after this. Oh, we are. Don't worry. That's the plan. I actually went ahead and did all the website stuff for putting out the podcast episode, so I can literally just slap this episode on a timeline, upload it, and then run up and watch the new episode at once. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it, oh wait, now what do you rate it? What do yeah, I rate it? How many eyeball nerves? Guys are asking me. It. Oh my gosh, this is this is so sudden. I don't know how to react. <laughs> uh, 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 well, I liked it a little bit less than you guys. So, uh, one point two five eyeball nerves. Oh, if you didn't like it that much less. Well, you know what? If if you know if I was uh, rating the finale on this scale, I would rate the finale or the mid season finale. Uh-huh. I I'd rate the mid season finale probably one point six eyeball nerves. So oh, that okay. probably gives you a good idea. That's yeah, a good, that's good. Because, because you know, uh, the the scale, the arbitrary scales. This is very technical. Sorry, folks. <laughs> uh, but the arbitrary scales, you know, they they're based on my favorite episode of Once Proper up to that point. So that's like the upper oh, limit for okay. quality that, that, that in makes my sense. mind. That makes sense. So, yeah. so you know how that goes. But that uh, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I but, uh, I would have uh, see uh, if if it were me, uh, I would have randomly chosen to rate it out of jars of water from the well of wonders. But you know that's just ah. me. <laughs> see. I actually thought about. I wasn't going to say jars. I was going to say like uh, sheep ladders or something like <laughs> yeah. that. That yeah, was one of the yeah. possibilities that in, came. In, it, right. it, it it was a very uh, organ centric. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Selection Ew. process in Ew. my head. Mm. Okay. But uh, you know I'm gonna what? I'm going to move us right along now. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're going to move us to what, Emery? I'm going to move us to our. Uh, no, where are we at? Oh, the news! Okay. I was in the background. But I, I, first of all, I, as usual, you can get all the uh, links uh, that we're talking about here, which we don't ha- usually There's have up for Wonderland, uh, at greetingsfromstorybrook.com. And uh, as far as ratings, completely even with last week's episode, like no change whatsoever. But oh, I thought that's it was good. Yeah. And I thought it was interesting. It actually beat out Community and Vampire Diaries. No way. Can, that's pretty yes. cool. That's yeah. Pretty good. Which I thought, yeah, I thought was pretty well shocking. Were pretty they on repeats? 
Uh, no, no. Community was fresh this week. I watched it, actually. So, uh, Vampire Diaries, I have no idea. I'm assuming, <laughs> I'm assuming not. I'm assuming not. Interesting. Interesting. But we also have, uh, you know, as we mentioned earlier in the episode, uh, the preview for next week. And uh, here I, I'm skimming through it here. Uh, we get uh, some more of Cyrus's compass is being shown there where you can find it. What, what is it? You can find the person you love mm-hmm. or the thing you love or whatever. And uh, we also get, you know, Barbara Hershey uh, pulling out uh, Will's heart. Uh, Jafar facing off against Alice and Cyrus. And as we said, they're going to Storybrooke, folks. The original characters from this this show are going to Storybrooke. It should be interesting. Should be very, very, very interesting. Very interesting. The, the uh, Will, of course, will have no reaction because Storybook is his home. But uh, Alice, uh, I, I'll, uh, I'll be disappointed if we don't at least see like one Alice versus you know modern like what what are these wagons without horses? <laughs> <laughs> Alice versus the telephone. Well, I mean, like once you've been to Wonderland, though, cars mm-hmm. probably aren't mm-hmm. that all that impressive. Well, yeah, oh, well I've you're seen right. like you're right. You're right. this guy had infinity in his eyes uh, in Wonderland or something. <laughs> the, the car, <laughs> eh, it's, a, it's a combustible, combustible engine. Uh, you're a maker. <laughs> but yeah, actually, I think I think next week's episode, I ha- I have a feeling uh, depending on next week's episode, it's going to determine how I feel about the series as a whole, because it's finally kind kind of looping back around and coming into once proper. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I think yeah. it's probably going to be a make or break episode for me uh, as far as Wonderland's concerned. Not that we won't be doing the next couple episodes after that <laughs> on the podcast or anything. Of course, we'll be cut- after all, there are only three. Three, I say. True. Yeah, at this point, at this point, it would be more work not to do the rest. Right, we'd be answering all the emails, going, "Where's your episode?" Yeah. So anyway, like adjust the format of the main podcast. But speaking of the main podcast, we, uh, you know, for Wonderland and for Once Proper, uh, we love, love, love feedback. We love getting feedback from all of you. We love hearing from you, hearing your thoughts, and uh, you can uh, do that by emailing us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail dot com. You can tweet us at GF Storybrooke. Facebook, uh, which uh, there's always a lot of good discussion over on the Facebook. You know, if you want to check in with us throughout the week, that's probably the best place, place to go. Mm-hmm. It's facebook.com slash greetings from Storybrooke and voicemails, which, you know, we absolutely love. You can also email us in uh, in MP3 if you want. Uh, but uh, the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. And uh, to start off, we're going to play a voicemail. Well, actually, it was an emailed MP3, which is what made me think to mention it. Uh, <laughs> from Bobby and Bradenton, one of our one of our constant uh, listeners and uh, writers and So I take Writer it away, writers. Bobby. Ooh. Hey there, Bill and Ann. Bobby from Bradenton here. I feel like I've been one of Wonderland's biggest defenders, but after this week, I'm not sure how much longer I can keep that up. This episode was so full of inconsistencies, I'm not sure how to feel. First off, they keep speaking of all three genies as if there are only three genies. There has to be more than three genies. I know of one that I believe is still residing in a psych ward. So what's so important about these three genies? I'm sure no one was surprised when Amara was revealed to be Cyrus's mother. But didn't she seem to be a bit young to have three sons that age? And why did she act so differently from when we first saw her? And the serpent, 
she was so cruel people couldn't even look at her. Yet here, she doesn't seem to be cruel at all, although given it is many years earlier. Then we have the Jabberwocky, complaining about people's incessant jabbering, yet all she seems to be able to do is jabber herself. All bark, no bite. Any hopes we might have had for Lizard were dashed when Jabber brought Jafar her parting glance. Ugh. Anyone else wonder why Anna didn't just wish the bottle away like the merchant did earlier in the season? Seems like it would have been much easier. Speaking of easy, apparently the producers think all they need to do is throw some mushrooms in this uh, enchanted forest and it becomes Wonderland. Although the scenes in the wood with Alice solving the night's riddle did feel right. I was rooting for Anna and was disappointed when she gave in so easily to the walkie's incessant jabbering. But it was in that scene that we are given yet another hint. Anna is one of Cinderella's stepsisters. And why didn't they get rid of Anna once she made her wishes? Though I did like her scene with Tweedle and would love to see the people of Wonderland coming to storm the castle. I love epic scenes like that. While I know Wonderland is supposed to be curiouser and curiouser, I found this episode to be downright confusing. I give it four parting glances out of 17. Thank you, Bobby. And Bobby! Yeah, she what, just seemed to message? give... Yeah, she just uh, seemed to give in way, way, way too easy. Absolutely. It was it was almost upsetting that she gave in so easy. Yeah, and I definitely agree with you on the Jabberwock a bit. Like, uh, she, se- she seems to be more theatrical than threatening sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. I don't know. She made that one guy die and bleed out of his ear. After threatening his baby. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so that got my heartstrings. Well, well, see, uh, personally, I think that uh, the the last thing with the Jabberwocky is, yeah, Jafar is in trouble. <laughs> oh, basically, yeah. yeah. Jafar is going down via Jabberwocky. Oh, definitely. She's just biding her time until she can get that dagger back. Yep. But uh, next up, we have uh, an email from uh, Anne-Marie, who was our guest last week. Uh, Anne-Marie, you want to go ahead and read this from sure. Anne-Marie? Anne-Marie? I love Anne-Marie. reading Anne-Marie Circle letters. Okay. Hi, Bill and Anne-Marie. No, I am. Um, I just had the chance to finish watching the new Wonderland episode, and I have to say that I like this one quite a bit better than the mid-season premiere. The scene where the Jabberwocky was extracting Anna's wishes was just intense. And did we really learn that Anna is Cinderella's stepsister? And of course, and of course, Cyrus's mother was Amara. First rule of once, everyone's related. (laughs) I do have to say that I didn't see that one coming. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on the episode. Out of 15 creepy men of the well, I give it 14. Oh, creepy men of the well. That would would have been another good scale to use. (laughs) Hey, Tim, 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 yeah, you know, I'm yeah. working on my feet here, dude. I'm working <laughs> on my feet. Come on. <laughs> Anyways, no, no, uh, I, I I, have a name for, uh, of this episode for you. Alice versus the Riddler. Nice. <laughs> nice. Because there was a riddle, and he must have been a Riddler, therefore. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, and that was definitely also the the kind of Lewis Carroll moment of this episode, the whole riddle with the night and everything. Like they, that oh, just oh, be, oh, of course, because uh, when Alice said she was good at riddles, there's uh, one specific riddle that's in uh, Alice in Wonderland. Why is there even like a writing desk? And the trick is that there's not actually an answer given in the story. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, uh, so, something that also kind of interesting about the original stories, and we'll get right back to the feedback real quick. It's just like all like the logic and uh, math jokes that are in that uh, th- those books too. It's if you ever want to go through them with a fine tooth comb or with you know annotations or like an uh, expanded edition. It's really well, well, well worth it. But uh, maybe, uh, maybe there's maybe there's like uh, uh, a link to one of those, or who knows? Maybe uh, maybe you know, Audible even has you know so- someone's written a commentary on it, and you could find it on Audible or something. You, know? you could, and I would suggest going to uh, audibletrial.com/slash greetings from <laughs> Storybrook. I believe uh, we said it at the top of the episode uh, to you know get a free uh, free audio copy of uh, Alice in Wonderland, or maybe a book analyzing the story of Alice in Wonderland. I like it. As you never know, you can you can find lots of different types of titles and things. See, Tim, Tim, Tim this is good. Usually usually we don't have a proper uh, Audible ad in the middle of a Wonderland episode, and you managed to get one in for us. Amory, <laughs> I think somehow. we need to bring him on full time. No, no, no. <laughs> he, he, Actually, he, I'd love that, but no, no. No, I, I, no, I couldn't. I just couldn't do it. He's making sure the trains run on time, and I like that. I really like that. Uh, Amory, you want to go ahead and read this uh, next letter? Yeah, your throat's starting to go, is it? Yeah, it's a little bit. <clears throat> All right. I actually liked this episode quite a bit. The scenes with the Jabberwocky definitely gave me the heebie-jeebies. She is so creepy. However, the real winner for creepiness was the Guardian of the Well of Wonders. She really reminded me of something out of a horror movie. Yeah, like The, the ring. ring. Yeah, The, the ring. ring. It was basically The Ring Girl. Basically. Um, the twist with Amara was not one that I saw coming and should complicate things wonderfully. The most interesting part of the episode for me were the interactions between Cyrus and Alice. I didn't quite know what to make of his standoffishness at first, and now having his backstory, it made a little more sense knowing that he didn't want to admit to Alice the huge mistake he had made in bringing the curse upon himself and his brothers. Scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. <laughs> uh, the behavior certainly didn't make him likable, but it definitely made him more human and gave depth to his relationships. A lot of what we had uh, previously seen was only of him and Alice being mostly lovey-dovey, mm-hmm. but arguments, misunderstandings are pretty natural part of any relationship. I'm glad that he and Alice took the time to have that conversation at the end of the episode, and he seemed a bit more normal afterwards, as if some of the weight had been lifted off of his shoulders. Next week's episode looks to be pretty fantastic as Alice and Cyrus go to Storybrooke, and we finally get the fabulous Barbara Hershey. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you, Vicky. And Thank uh, you. yeah, it w- it was nice to see them have kind of a, a an actual relationship moment. Uh, yeah. You know, where it wasn't adventure and magic and this, that, and the other. Although I did think it was, it just kind of made me feel a little awkward when Alice was like, "Let me be your bottle." It just felt like yeah, there was, was like weird. a a euphemism, euphemism. Yes, or yes. Like, we did see, not need that in their invisible <laughs> tent. Uh, <laughs> oh, the invisible tent. Yes. I want to find the girl and take her to an invisible tent. <laughs> I just want an, an invisible tent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Sweet, okay. Right? <laughs> okay, and let's see here. Uh, we okay. have a. We'll, uh, we'll buy you one. We'll buy you one. Here, I'll Excellent. do this one too for you. Okay, thank you, Amory. Okay. I'll get the last two. Yeah, I was going to say you are. Uh, hey, guys, I honestly love this episode of Wonderland. Three cheers for Anna? Question mark? No? 
Uh, okay. But, <laughs> but really, in my opinion, Anna stole the show this episode. The redemption for her character was so amazing. And when the Jabberwocky was torturing her, my heart broke to see her break like that in front of Will, no less. And when Will tried to get Anna to stay strong, even without his heart, you could tell there was some part of him that still loves her. I never really liked any of the Wonderland ships before because Cyrus and Alice just seem awkward to me. But after this episode, I really liked Will and Anna. Agreed and agreed. The Cyrus backstory was interesting. I do, however, have a new theory. I think Amara may just be playing Jafar because all that she wants were her three sons and used Jafar to get them together. I think that there may be no spell or curse at the end. The Alice Cyrus storyline was absolutely boring. Save me, <laughs> save for maybe the riddle. And even that was bad. There was so much going on in this episode that that storyline. I laid out my riddle there. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> so out of 46 pairs of pulled Liz eyeballs, ew, I give this episode 40 and one left eyeball. Your faithful listener, Elizabeth Swan. Yes, that is my la- real last name. Thank you, Swan. Thanks, Swan. <laughs> 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 and uh, and not only is she uh, Swan, but she's uh, Elizabeth Swan, which is from Pirates of the Caribbean, of yes, course. Yes, it is. This is true. <laughs> Very true. Uh, you know, I, I definitely think, you know, whatever Amara's involvement in this, I, I definitely think that if if she becomes actively involved in the situation again, it's because she's trying to, you know, pay her sons back for, you know, sacrificing thousands of years of their lives to save her. I don't think it was thousands. A hundred. A hundred. Oh yeah. They said a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. Which that seems almost like too short a timeline. Yeah, it really does. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Thank you. And uh, we'll finish up with a couple of, uh, Tweet Facebooks here, I, which is what I'm going to call them now, forever. <laughs> uh, okay, awesome, you do that. <laughs> the first one is from Holly M, and uh, she says, uh, not too bad of an episode, did not see the twist with Amara coming. Jafar better not get too confident in his in his control over the Jabberwocky. I think she could overpower him pretty quickly, uh, Vorpal Blade or not. And uh, thank you, Holly, and... Yes, agreed on all points. I think we've discussed that uh, pretty thoroughly in this episode. And uh, the last one is uh, from Twitter, uh, at Mama Minsa. And uh, she says, it was a strong episode. I'll be sad for the series to end. I'm finally enjoying both stories and characters. Uh, And then hashtag uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. And I can definitely... uh, Yeah, I actually agree very much with that. Yeah, yeah, it's like, uh, you know, definitely the first half of the season, I think a lot of times we approach coming to this podcast with, what can we, you know, riff on about this episode just because we enjoyed it so little that we have to find things to make fun of of it about? Yeah. Uh, Just because it was so uneven and they were really kind of trying to find their way. But if nothing else, it's a... at this point, they've built it up to where it's a competent story. And I, I really, I almost kind of want to go back and rewatch the entire series once it's over to see if maybe once we know everything that we know now. Right. It, it, it makes may, a lot more sense. Yeah. Yeah. And if it might be a little bit more even across the board once we once everything's out on the table. Of, of course, you know, I think when the whole thing's said and done, it, won't, uh, it still won't be nearly as good as uh, as Once Upon a Time. But, you know, yeah. It, oh, it'll yeah. Be, chance. It'll be good, but it won't be as good. It's a nice supplement. If nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I think, all it was meant to be. You know, it wasn't yeah. meant to supplant it anyway. Mm hmm. 
But, uh, you know, in uh, next week, obviously, it's going to be a big, big, big episode, right? So you're going to want to go ahead and get in your feedback because, I mean, every week we get feedback we have to cut just for time or a little too long or whatever. So you want to get it in early. You want to run straight from your television at 9.01 p.m. And go to your computer and email us at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. Tweet us at gfstorybrook. Uh, hit us up on the Facebook, facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Or uh, leave us a voicemail, which will pretty much always get you played, uh, is at 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, now, Tim, you're, you're, uh, you're trying to re-embrace the Twitter. I saw you... Yeah, Your Twitter account is older, but you only have like one tweet on it. And you're trying to, <laughs> yeah, kind of recent life to it. I was trying to, I was trying to test it out, and then I was like, mm. yeah, what the heck? I'm, uh, I'm uh, like, yeah, a, a year, a year or two off, but you know, let's 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 go. Let's join the Twitters. Fine, let's do that. So, uh, uh, once dude forty two, the number the number forty two. I mean, like, so once dude forty two. Is, is my Twitter, and, you know, anyone who can follows me, anyone who wants to follow me, follow me. Like, that, I don't promise uh, updates every day, but that's what I'll try and do. Uh, I also you know, don't I also don't promise to, you know, like, live tweet during the episode or anything, but uh, I will, for instance, you know, write down uh, what my favorite lines were. For instance, uh, in, in this episode, uh, Regina said about our, our favorite Wicked Witch, I don't care if she's being guarded by the lollipop kill. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, she said it better because she's Lana Barilla, but, you know, I try. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And, well, uh, that was a spoiler for us. <laughs> yeah, well, it was it was a line. It wasn't a spoiler. It was a line. <laughs> you know, it, always, it would, be an, in, it would it. be an interesting spoiler, Anne-Marie, but it's not a spoiler. <laughs> I, I'll definitely say if anyone goes out there and follows Tim, uh, OneStude42 on Twitter, he's a great guy. You know, we talk on Skype every once in a while, and, you know, we've kept in touch since he was on the episode the first time. You go follow him. You let me know. I'll I'll, I'll draw you a picture of any Once Upon a Time character you want. I'm no artist. It'll be a bad picture. Yep. But I'll draw you that picture for sure. Nice. And uh, Amory, where can people find you every, online? What's that? Every follow- and for every follower, I'm going to uh, uh, tweet at them and just say, yeah. <laughs> Um, You can find me on the Twitters at AMDSimone. That's pretty much where I hang out. Don't, don't you have a blog? Is- oh, let's just wait until I update it again and then we'll start pushing <laughs> that again. Oh, too oh, bad. Okay. I okay. never actually right. checked out your blog. How dare I? It's okay. You're not missing. <laughs> crafty, crunchy, and highly caffeinated. WordPress.com. I think. Lies. Crunchy, crafty, and highly caffeinated. <laughs> there we go. I got you to plug it. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, if you want to follow me around uh, the online, it's uh, Apple Meeks. Um, I also write some uh, superhero uh, adventures uh, about a character named Dog Boy. You can find out. No more. way. <laughs> I know. You want to believe it, right? You could. You'd never know. No, uh, but never. You can find that at a uh, dogboyadventures dot com, and I guess I guess that's the end. That's the end. And that's all we're gonna say. They, we're just gonna leave it right there. That's no, but me and Anne Marie have to go and watch tonight's episode of Once Proper. <gasps> that's right. Let's go. So let's go. Uh, until next time. Uh, greetings from, from Wonderbrook and Storybrook. Hey, next week we can say Storybrook. Yay! Bye. Bye. Thank from you. Storybook. Reading from Storybook. I said it. Bye. <laughs>